in human life, obstacles arise. Obstacles to clear vision and your relationship to the great. The obstacles can be external or internal. They can be thoughts, desires, or emotions, or all of the above, as well as circumstantial situations which grab the mind and externalize your thoughts and process. Regardless of the source, they create barriers to your ability to know the sublime. Each of these obstacles, whether they're external or due to internal processes, creations within the lower frequencies of the mind and body. They either exist within the physical world or in the psychic world. So they are part of Bhuvar and Bhurloka. They do not exist in the subtle world. There are other obstacles that can come in the subtler levels of the mind. But the primary obstacles to the internalization and the mental awareness of your spiritual source of being come in these externalized parts of yourself. When the mind is overly engaged with activities in the world, then when you go to quiet the mind and feel your relationship to the divine, it becomes uh, agitated. All you can think is the uh, tasks you need to do or the argument you had with someone or uh, the applauds you won. You cannot concentrate on your divine nature. What to do when this happens? It takes time to quiet the mind, to let go of these external circumstances, and to bring yourself into equanimity. Practicing detachment from these physical uh, engagements or mental engagements in the world, seeing that all is Brahma and remembering that continually can help you to avoid over-engagement in thoughts regarding your external involvements. But once you uh, are able to uh, quiet the mind from all of those external uh, stimulus, then you are left with your own self, with your own mind. And regrets and sorrows, fears and anxieties, losses and pain come in the mind. And in the body, physical pain, this ache, that ache, oh, the back, oh, the 
leg, oh this, oh that. So emotional distractions, physical distractions of your body, which when you quiet the mind, <clears throat> you become more aware of. Suddenly, the aches and pains in the body are, are prominent, and the emotional aches and pains also become prominent. And if you sit and focus on them, the entire meditation, they become very large. So there needs to be some structure to your meditation so that the mind does not meld itself into the disturbances that it may be experiencing. So mantra or visualization, which systematically trains the mind to move beyond its uh, conditioned thoughts, uh, strong emotions, or physical pains, is very helpful. So that there is a mental pathway through these various barriers to peace and calm and to your relationship to the divine. This requires that you cultivate the pathway through regular practice of silencing the mind, calming the emotions, focusing the mind through a viable technique so that it moves beyond your focus of attention, of awareness, moves beyond the physical body, moves beyond the regrets, the sorrows, the losses, the sadness, or the fears, and you find the pure love within. So this seems a simple task when there is nothing disturbing you. But when there are disturbances arising due to external circumstances or internal processes, then it is challenging. And so to meet that challenge, there is the development of dharana, of concentration. Concentration, it was what gives you the ability to move past these things. This practice of concentration, dharana, is key to viable meditation. Without dharana, without concentration of the mind, dhyan, meditation, is impossible. One step leads to the other, to the other. So concentration, dharana, leads to dhyan, meditation, leads to samadhi, absorption in divine existence. This ability of concentration is something that needs development. When the mind is sleepy, when the mind is unfocused, this does not lead to concentration. Concentration requires a sharp mind, bright and alert. So physical weariness can 
be a barrier. And also even a blank mind is a barrier. Because a blank mind is not a concentrated mind. It is simply a um, quiet mind, but not concentrated. When you concentrate the mind, it is like a piercing of the veil of illusion. But to pierce that veil requires momentum, psychic momentum, to pierce the veil. It does not happen through simply spacing out or a sleepy mode. So perhaps you don't have a lot of thoughts, but if the mind is not sharp and focused on the presence of the divine, that also is a barrier. So to, cut, to eliminate all of these barriers, the practice of dharana exists. To truly practice dharana means to have an alert, awake mind that is bright and focused and neither allow it just to sit in a lower state of blankness or to create upheavals of emotions or thoughts or awareness of bodily pains or external situations and noises and sounds and so on. To move beyond all of those, your greatest ability, your greatest friend, is to cultivate the ability to have a piercing mind, a piercing intellect, which will cut like a sword through all of this uh, disturbances of the mind and body and the external sensory experience. Through regular meditation, with an alert mind, you hone the sword of your discrimination. You hone your ability to pierce the veil. When you utilize this sentiment that the divine, the Lord is in you, in every part of you, in all the world around you. And you take this ideation and you take it to heart. Then all of these obstacles become only the form of the divine. So you begin to transmute the crude into subtle. Through your mental discrimination, piercing the veil of illusion with your mind and perceiving the reality of divine existence. It is only, even if it is only a mental exercise, it is very powerful. And when you practice this mental exercise repeatedly, it becomes more than that. That is why Guru Mantra is very important. But even in your daily meditation practice, in your sadhana, it is important to have a remembrance of the divine. Remembering that the divine is in your body, in your mind, in both light and in shadow, 
in joy and in sorrow, in health and well-being and in pain and illness. The divine is present in all. The beloved of your heart is manifesting in this world and in all forms. So take all of your obstacles of sadhana and turn them into divine presence, divine love, taking the form of these obstacles. Soften your relationship to these obstacles by transmuting them. This is the key to effective dharana, transmutation from crude to subtle. When your awareness begins to be of the divine presence through this exercise of transmutation and then the piercing of the veil by the repetition of mantra, by the ideation on the divine, by the visualizations in the mind, letting go, transmuting everything that comes as an obstacle into divine existence, and then letting there be only the divine. Then in this way, the mind transmutes, transmutes, and pierces the veil of illusion, begins to expand and express. So the technique of dharana is not simply one of concentration, trying to climb over the obstacles of life to the light within. It is a process of transmuting the perceived obstacles into divine presence. For the truth of reality to the discriminative mind is that there is only one existence, one self, one love, one truth, one eternal, all else is the dream within the mind of the great dreamer. And if you are want to know the dreamer, you must transmute the dream into truth. So concentration is concentrating on the infinite, but the infinite is everywhere, all around you, within you, in the beat of your heart, in the love of your heart, in your mind, in your body, in your breath, in all the different range of thoughts and feelings, everything is divine. So if you are feeling the struggle to know the infinite, remember, and all those things which appear in the mind, transmute them until all that remains is the infinite self, your concentration, then is on the Divine One. When the sorrow in your heart becomes the touch of the infinite, then you begin to know that that one is with you 
regardless of sorrow, regardless of fear, that one holds you close, regardless of pain in the body, of health or illness, that one is with you. Even in your sense of separation, that is the touch of the divine. Let yourself see, feel the infinite cosmic existence in everything. And when the mind comes into concentration on the beloved of your heart, the breath begins to move in rhythm with the mantra, with the feelings, and the breath begins to slow, to calm. Then the thoughts become more and more of the sublime until there are no thoughts at all only a vast feeling of love and presence of ananda. This is the road to your innermost being. Through dharana, you gain access to the flow, the river of cosmic existence, cosmic love. And as you flow down that river, you reach the sea of eternal being, and samadhi comes, melting into the sea of the infinite, the separation of I and thou, the fundamental duality, dissolves. This is the path of meditation, of sadhana, of ideation upon the great. These three elements go together, one, upon the other, upon the other. The foundation is dharana, true concentration. I hope that this has helped you to understand this process better. All right, now time for practice. Namaskar.